Candy, 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 I can't let you go. I sound just like Iggy Pop. Oh, yeah, and uh, the thing about that is you also look exactly the same with your shirt off. Yeah, well, kind of the exact opposite. <laughs> Trust me, that's a good song. You know that song, right? I, not off the top of my head. Come I don't, on. I don't know Iggy Pop as well as, uh, I mean. It's one of those things I pretend I know a lot about, but I really don't. The Iggy Pop purists probably go, what a piece of crap. But for my money, it's rock solid. Why? Because it's about candy. Not candy the candy, but a girl named Candy. Oh. <sighs> Should we do a podcast? Is that what we're doing? Go! A long chair is a good time chair, but you're aware of that. It falls down to half the size so you can lay it flat. I can watch the world go by and live without a care. I've never had a bad time in my old long chair. I'm Garner Andrews, that guy over there, making weird, intense eye contact. That's Bryce Kelly. Uh, welcome to Lawn Chair Profits, formerly known as Top Ranking Podcast. Mm-hmm. On this week's show, the horror of lifting the toilet tank lid. Wow, yeah, that is gross. Like when you have to fix something in your toilet. Yeah, I mean, it's clean water, but you're still kind of like, is there going to be a severed hand in here? Uh, questions you hate being asked, but first, hey, Bryce, you want some candy? I always want candy. You're listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner and Bryce. They're trapped in your phone forever. So we started talking the other day. You know how there's the Toy Hall of Fame. There's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's the Baseball Hall of Fame. Why is there no Candy Hall of Fame? You mean one of these? Very regal. Welcome to the Lawn Chair Profits Candy Hall of Fame! Exactly like that. Wow, good thing uh, we were able to whip that up so fast. Even if it's not, I mean, if you think about it, the Toy Hall of Fame, we hear about that every year, and I just get outraged every year by the toy. I bet you it's just a dumpy bay in a warehouse in Scranton, Pennsylvania or something. Why are all the coolest Hall of Fames in the worst places? Yeah, the hardest places to get to. Like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio? I would love to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but what else am I going to do in Cleveland? Uh, Not much. And I think that Toy Hall of Fame, I think it's in Rochester, New York. What am I going to do in Rochester? Nothing. After I finish the Toy Hall of Fame. So we thought, why can't there be a Candy Hall of Fame? And by Candy Hall of Fame... Maybe it's just a vending machine, or maybe, uh, you know how everyone's grandma is dying, and when grandmas die, they always have that weird glass curio cabinet that they displayed all their knickknacks in, and oh, none I, of the grandchildren want it. I believe it's called a hutch. Okay, maybe it's a hutch. Maybe we just get one of those, and that becomes the candy hutch of fame. I like it, and it can be housed entirely within our foyer. Yeah, and we just display some of the top-ranking candies. As voted on by the people. I got a lot of feelings about this. Uh, turns out people take candy very seriously. Oh, and yeah. And they're set in their ways when it comes to what they like and what they don't like. We can agree on something, though. Black licorice? Bleh. Yeah, people were like, oh, those black licorice cigars. Oh, they're delicious. No, they're not. Those things are garbage. And you know what's even worse than the black licorice cigar? Those little red pebbles they put on the end to give the illusion that you're actually smoking a cigar. Hey, everybody, newsflash. We know that's not a real cigar. It's black. That'd be weird. I heard on the internet Hmm? 
that uh, they were once thinking of making people they caught during war eat black licorice to try and get secrets out of them. That and waterboarding. But then they said, no, 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 black licorice is too mean. Let's waterboard them instead. That makes sense. That's more humane. Yeah. What about the black licorice pipe? It's a more sophisticated candy than having a licorice stogie hanging out of your mouth. I can't believe that people, when we were trying to compile a list of the best candies of all time, what is Hall of Fame worthy? The number of people that said the bag of grandma licorice candies, I think they're called goodies or all sorts or something. Licorice all sorts. Yeah. Those are those ones, they're like layers of... Licorice. You like two of the three flavors, but the black part in the middle? No, nobody likes that. And you know what else was in that bag? The weird black licorice, licorice ball, but the outside was those little pebbly, what are those things? Like, I don't know. You have to bite through a layer of gravel to get to something even worse than gravel. <laughs> like I said, it's a form of torture. Oh, um, Swedish berries, though. Yes. A lot of people waving the flag for Swedish berries. I would agree on that. Initially, I was coming out of the gate thinking Mars bar. That's my go-to. That's my ride or die. Yeah. And then when people started saying Swedish berries, I had to rethink everything. Wow. What about blue whales? Blue whales. Ooh, that's those are a, good, too. That's a solid candy right there. I don't know where you get blue whales now. My wife just bought a giant bag of them. Like a huge, I don't know. I'll have to phone her. Not during the podcast. She would hate that. But I'll find out for you, Bryce. Maybe I'll buy you a bag of blue whales. It was giant. Took about a month to finish them all. Well, that's a good month. Uh, hang on a second. Let me grab this. Cuban lunch. What? The chocolate bar. Cuban lunch. Oh, Cuban lunch. Okay. Yeah, Cuban lunch. It made a triumphant return. But are people still buying it? Well, I would if I can find a damn thing. I see it everywhere I go. Try Sobeys. It's always at Sobeys. Okay. If that's what... Passes for lunch in Cuba, I'm concerned for Cuba. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cuba's good at a lot of things. They're good at tourism. They're good at communism, <laughs> suppression. <laughs> Undercooked bacon. Uh-huh. But, man, oh, man, Cuba, you are headed for Diabetesville if that's what you're having for lunch. Do you remember when we were in Cuba and... uh I remember someone ordered a side of bacon with their breakfast, mm. and they brought them a plate of raw bacon. Oh, why? And ever since then, I've been very wary of Cuban food. So just the name Cuban lunch, I'm like, I don't know, man, yeah. raw bacon. I don't know. Cuban lunch, it's one of those, it might be regional. Like people listening in other parts of the country, other parts of the world, they're probably like, what's a Cuban lunch? Google I, it. I had never heard of it before. Well, it went away for like 30 or 40 years. And it just finally resurfaced this past fall. Like maybe a year ago, somebody resurrected the Cuban lunch and started selling it in grocery stores. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that's Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah, uh, let's see what else is out there. My personal favorite is uh, the little gummy bottle cap. Or not bottle caps, but uh, the gummy bottles, like Coca-Cola. Oh, Craig brought those to our meeting a few weeks ago. Yeah, I forgot. Those are fantastic. Oh, yeah, especially like... Like, they're great when they're fresh, but even if they get a little crunchy and stale, they're still good. Ooh, I would I would agree with the little gummy cola bottles, whatever those are called. I remember those as a kid, because I spent a lot of money. And by a lot of money, I'd mean, like, 50 cents Yeah, at gas stations getting penny candies. And I would go to town on those things. And I remember I had some not that long ago, and uh, hasn't stood the test of time. Ooh, really? Is your palate that sophisticated? It's pretty sophisticated now. Or... Have the candies gotten lousier? 
I think they've gotten worse. What about the whole thing, too, where he said uh, they get even better when they're stale? I would argue that that is not when candy is at its best, when it's stale. But life hack for you. Any candy that's past its prime, just put her in the microwave for 15 seconds. Brings it back to life. Because mm, that's what you want. Piping hot licorice. <laughs> you don't eat it when it's piping hot. <laughs> Somewhere right before piping hot. Oh, uh, somebody wants to argue about black licorice. What? Hey, just calling about your black licorice conversation there. I don't think it's that polarizing. I'm actually in the middle on it. But I think the problem with it is that, because I know lots of people that like it, especially the Dutch. Like the Dutch, uh, they have a whole bunch of really nasty black licorice. Here, I'm going to say something really, really unpopular right now. If you're Dutch, you're not allowed to vote on the Candy (laughs) Hall of Fame. <laughs> because I'm sorry, you the Dutch did a lot of beautiful things: turbine, wind power, uh, bicycles, tulips. That boy that saved an entire village by putting his finger in a leaking dike, watching out for Anne Frank and her family. But when it comes to candy, uh, uh-uh, uh, you got it no, wrong. No, see, and I think that's the problem. There's nothing wrong with black licorice in itself. I think to to certain people, the problem is is they call it candy. It is not a candy. If it wasn't called a candy. Then there'd be no problem. But, like, if you put it in a candy store or my kids think, oh, it's a candy or somebody's never had one and puts that in their mouth, it's god-awful yeah. because they think it's a candy. There's nothing wrong with black licorice. There's other offensive stuff out there, but they don't call that candy either. That's the issue is it shouldn't be in the candy aisle. I want to talk to the Dutch guy who was like, uh, hey, you know how we could make this black licorice even worse? Put coarse salt on it. Well, we've just lost the Dutch audience. That's uh, too bad because I've been told in my earpiece that it's pretty much our entire audience. Yeah. Or the Dutch. <laughs> the way you say it, the, the Dutch. <laughs> Again, I just, I feel like people are probably outraged right now because you're not allowed to say anything about anyone anymore. The Dutch. Wow. Tulips, fantastic. And your commitment to wind power is enviable. You know what, though? Whenever I watch the Winter Olympics, which is regularly. Speed skating. They're so good at speed skating, and they're always edging out our Canadian heroes. Mm. And it makes me furious. See, I was trying to put together an S sandwich for the Dutch. Two bad things and one good thing. Now we got three good things and one bad thing. (laughs) Maybe the Dutch aren't so bad. Maybe they're not. I'm not going to give your black licorice with coarse salt on it another try, but... You're good people. There's so many better things than black licorice. Swedish berries, high on that list. Super nibs. That would be my, uh, I think super nibs might be my Hall of Fame candy. They're not bad. Not bad. They're not bad, I guess, if you're into that kind of thing. Spearmint leaves. Got to try the spearmint leaves. No. Oh, my God. That's the ultimate grandma and grandpa candy, but they're fan-freaking-tastic. I don't want candy that tastes like toothpaste. This People's obsession with mint-flavored things needs to stop. Like when they're like mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah. No. It's basically ice cream that has toothpaste in it. <laughs> wow. That's what it tastes like. But, I hate it. But in the focus groups, they realized that toothpaste ice cream wasn't going to sell. <laughs> Spearmint leaves. Like if it was an alternative to brushing my teeth, I would enjoy it. But I'm told by dentists that it's not. Yeah. They're pretty good. I'm going to get you a bag of those instead of the blue whales. No. <laughs> Just uh, pop a squat because they're definitely not sharing a chair. It's the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner and Bryce. When we go to the Podcast Academy Awards, because I'm sure that when they introduce us, they will say, courageous, brave, 
selfless pioneer pioneer those are the words they're going to use yeah especially when it comes to talking about toilets because last week we were talking about the shame that comes with buying toilet seats and plungers and all that kind of toilet paper nobody wants i mean everybody does it (laughs) yes i just don't want to picture you doing it (laughs) got this text the other day from a plumber who said he was doing some work for a couple he lifted the lid off the toilet tank and inside was a cell phone in a waterproof pouch. Ooh. He didn't say anything to the woman. He just finished up his work and left the cell phone in the pouch on top of the toilet. Mm. And then he gathered up his tools and he left. So a few minutes later, he got a phone call from the woman and she's like, I think you forgot your phone here. And he's like, "Uh, nope, not mine. And she just said, oh, thank you. And hung up. So... There's huge speculation the other day. What did that mean? Whose phone was that? What was it for? I know. I immediately, my mind goes to drug phone. Oh, do you, really? Yeah, that's where I immediately. Why would it go to drug? Mine immediately went to adultery phone. Oh, maybe that says more about you than it does about me. <laughs> <laughs> What's worse, a drug problem or an adultery problem? I think maybe it's just because I'm rewatching Breaking Bad right now. Oh. And so drugs are right on the top of my mind. Yeah, somebody else said uh, he's probably addicted to online gambling, which I didn't even know was a thing. <laughs> Apparently, you can gamble online. I feel like you could do that on your own phone. Yeah. Because ultimately, your money's what's missing. Yeah. So they'll, they're going to notice. Oh, true. You know, like when your account is drained because you've lost a gambling, I don't think they're going to go looking. Which phone was this on? Maybe he's spending like $4,400 a month on jewels for, you suggested this, on Candy Crush? Oh, yeah. Is that what you buy in there? Yeah, those games. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, those games where you have to buy add-ons. So we started talking about this, and then everybody started chiming in about, oh, yeah, did you know that you can cool beer in the toilet tank, especially if you're in a hotel room? Ew. Because that water, no, the toilet, you could drink that water, Bryce. I know. It's clean. It hasn't been to the belly of the beast yet. Its proximity to disaster is just too close. Mm. It's like, you know, in Chernobyl, there is a radius that you're not allowed to really be in. Uh-huh. And when you stand on the edge of it, you know that you're so close to danger. So the toilet tank is Chernobyl? It's just outside of the exclusion zone. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you're close enough that you're like, ah. I get Bad he, things are happening right there. Psychologically, yes, it's a bit of a bump. But you know what you can do for fun? <laughs> Especially anyone listening to this right now, if you've got kids between the ages of four and seven, you know what they'd think is really funny? If mommy or daddy took the toilet tank lid off and was like, well, I got to do some fixing in here, and you dip a cup in there and take a big sip. Your kids, oh my God, they will lose their minds. And it'll be a memory they treasure for the rest of their lives. Will it be? Or it'll be something they just recount (laughs) countlessly. On a therapist's couch, the time they saw daddy drinking out of the toilet. They'll go to school, yeah, I saw daddy drinking out of the toilet. <laughs> Kids are loud mouths. I know. What the, in, on paper, yeah, you're in a hotel room. I need a cooler and a pinch. Mm-hmm. I can use the back of this toilet. Use the bathtub. I've been to hotel parties where the bathtub's full of ice. Although that's probably disgusting, too. Yeah. Okay, now that get I think a, about this, nice I don't have a pub on the lid of your beer. <laughs> Anyone else care for a pube beer? Pube like? Yeah, I guess when you get past, like, oh, how many people died in this bathtub? 
Lots. That's where most people die in hotel rooms. Yeah, so now those beers are probably haunted. I've probably drank ghosts. Yeah, but any movie you've ever watched, that's where they hide the heroin. That's where they hide the gun. In the toilet, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, in the toilet tank. Yeah. So, I mean, from this point forward, anytime I go to a friend's house, guess where I'm looking? In the toilet tank. I want to see what they're hiding. I want to see what their secrets are. I'm always alarmed, too, when I have to take the top off a toilet. Oh. How heavy that lid is? Well, it's surprisingly heavy, but... Like I said the other day, nobody ever just walks up to that toilet tank lid and hoists it off like a kid opening a Christmas gift on Christmas morn and out comes a golden retriever puppy. No, you lift that lid off, you kind of peer in from the side a little bit thing because you know there's going to be a severed head in there or something. Yeah, nothing good is hiding in a toilet. No. It's either a drug phone, adultery phone, gun, heroin. A wad of cash wrapped in like cellophane. That'd be nice. Yeah, but there's going to be questions if that money disappears. Guess who the questions will be directed at? You, Bryce Kelly. So, I don't know. I, I do want to start looking in toilet tanks. I got this message, this is a text. Hey, if you're checking out my toilet tank, why don't you fix that little flapper thing that's not been working so well these last few months? I don't have any other weird stuff in there, though. Okay. Hey, that flapper thing is easy to fix. It sure is, but it's one of those things you never do. No. Like you live with the running toilet for six months before you finally take 15 seconds and replace the flapper. Yeah, it costs you $10 and takes, you could do it between commercial breaks. You know what's fun though too? Is go to the big box home improvement store and see how many times you can get the retired guy that works in the plumbing aisle to say ball cock. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> the fact that I left at that shows yeah. my, I'm not quite the mature man I thought I was. No. Hmm. Hey, you guys, you were talking about the plumber that found a secret phone in a toilet tank. I'm also a plumber. Ooh, tales from plumbers. This will be good. <laughs> Not, I don't mean to disparage plumbers, but maybe this would be a good segment. We seem to be obsessed with toilets. Every week we read a, we read a message from a plumber. Oh, oh Okay, I think man. we're on to something. On one hand, I'm very intrigued, but then I'm also horrified because I know what most of them are going to involve. And we set up a phone line and we call it the plumb line. Huh? Plumb line? Anybody? We'll keep thinking. Anyway, you were talking about the plumber that found a secret phone in the toilet tank. I am also a plumber. About five years ago, we were doing a complete renovation on a house. I mean, down to the studs. When I was taking apart the toilet, I found a stack of money in the toilet tank. Oh, here we go. It was all wrapped in plastic, just like in the movies. I wrestled with the idea of keeping it but then turned it over to the homeowners. They were blown away. They had no idea it was there either. They counted it out on the tailgate of my truck, $4,300 in cash. They gave me $300. That's it? For, quote, doing the right thing. I thought that was pretty cool, P.T. Huh. I disagree. You don't think 300 I mean, it wasn't his money to begin with. It wasn't theirs either. What? How do you know? They owned the house. They claim they didn't know where that money came from, unless they were lying to PT. Hmm. But I would expect, like, oh, that's not your money either? Let's split her down the middle. Mm, I don't know. I don't think that's right. That's where I would start my negotiation, 50-50. And when you're spending toilet money, <laughs> and when you're, when you're handing it over to, you know, the poor guy that works at 3 o'clock in the morning in a 7-Eleven, do, uh, do you hand it to him and go, by the way, you might want to wash your hands? Definitely like, not. Do you give them the heads up or do you just let them get pink eye? No, because also just normal money itself is disgusting. Yeah. It really is. 
Can we also address the fact that this plumber in the initial text that found the toilet phone? Yeah. I don't like that he just left it out. Uh, at first, that to me sort of seemed a little bit like he might need stitches because that's what happens to snitches. Yeah, he's a bit being a little snitchy. But at the same time, what if the toilet phone was interfering with the ball cock inside the toilet? What if that's why oh. he – maybe that was the root of the problem. I don't know. Oh, you could be right. Yeah. Okay, maybe that makes more sense. Because initially I'm like, who's he – he's trying to get somebody caught. Ooh. And maybe they deserve to be caught, but that's not your decision to make, no. plumber. You're the plumber. You're making $105 an hour. Yeah. Mind your own beeswax. But maybe you're right. Maybe it was interfering with the ball cock. You're listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. It's like radio, but on the internet. Bryce? Yes. You have a puppy, right? I do. Thank you for asking. What kind of dog is it? Oh, man. <laughs> See, I never, I, I don't have a dog. Maybe one day. Maybe I'll keep saving my money. Maybe one day I'll get one. But the you said that people asking you what kind of dog you have is annoying? It gets a little like when I first got him and we were all so excited. I couldn't be asked enough questions about him. But now that time has passed and uh we've been to the dog parks a lot. I'm starting to realize that I just get the same questions over and over again and frankly there's sometimes when you just don't feel like answering how old is he? Oh, how old is he? Oh, how old is he? Beautiful dog. How old is he? Yeah, what is, what is the correct answer? Like, what is the answer when you reply to them? They're going to be like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's always like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, are you looking for a dog to go to the liquor store for you? Like, what's the, why so many questions? Like, And he looks like a puppy. It's quite clear he's a baby. So when I say, yeah. like, oh, he's about five months old, they're like, oh, I knew it. It's like, hmm. yeah, no, I was pretty obvious based on the size of him. Yeah. But, yeah, I but get that, it all the time. That seems to, I, I never thought that. I thought that dog people, all they wanted to do was talk about their dog. Make no mistake. There are people that like that. Yeah. Uh, your boy here is not one of them. So we started talking about this, you know, what question do you absolutely hate being asked? And the number of text messages and phone calls we got, whew. Uh, this one, for instance, I'm a police officer. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen? Huh? You don't want to know. Trust me. Well, you know what? We kind of do want to know. No, no, no. We want to know because it's something gruesome. Yeah, and we want all of the details. Yeah. Don't gloss over anything. Give us all the details. I could see from the officer's perspective, though, how he can't go to a dinner party or anything without being like, oh, my God, who's the most famous person you've arrested? Ooh. Oh, my God. Have you ever seen a dead body? Have you ever had to kill a guy? With your bare hands. Have you ever fired your gun? Like, do we all a, have those questions because we're dying to know. Do you have a dog for a partner? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a lot of questions. Being an officer is an interesting job, and we do want to know more. I could see how yeah. uh, you would get tired of it, though. But you know what? There, too, um, I hang out with uh, a lot of doctors, Bryce. I spend a lot of time on boats. <laughs> of course. And I hang out with doctors. The... Uh, Anytime my doctor friends, anytime somebody says, hey, what's the, what's the grossest thing you've ever had to do in an emergency? They just let it rip, like to the point that I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, what is it? Why is it that doctors have no filter when it comes to talking to gro about grotesque stuff, whereas uh, police don't want to talk about it? Here's a theory. Huh? Doctors had to spend eight years studying like nerds 
at mm. school to become a doctor that now they need to make up for all that lost time they spent with their nose in books. Instead of kissing girls like the police officers were. Exactly. Oh. So all that time they spent in libraries like geeks. Mm. They now have to floss and talk about, I don't know, being elbow deep in someone's ribcage. <laughs> there was one story that involved a chicken. And I don't even want to tell you the rest. Is it, what was it a Richard Gere situation? Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, boys. Wow. What was that accent? I'm just reading. I, I just assume this person has that accent. Okay. Hey, boys. I used to work in a morgue. Ooh. I don't usually tell people that, but once they know, I'm always ask again, what's the worst thing I've ever seen? Wow. Don't ask questions that you don't want to know the answer to. Again, same, we want the answer. Same issue as the police officer. That is hella interesting. Mm -hmm. And I want to know the grossest thing you've ever seen. Whose decision is it whether the corpse wears glasses or doesn't wear their glasses in the casket? Why I went to my grandma's funeral, I'm like, is that my grandma? I'd never seen my grandma without glasses before. Oh. And there she is, beautiful, laying in her casket, no glasses on. That's weird. I don't think that would be up to the mortician. I feel like that would be a family decision. Yeah. Then again, what do I know? Uh, I would want to know, though, did, like, I know bodies have to let out a lot of gas after oh. they pass. Like, what's that situation like? How long does that go on for? Like, you always hear about a chicken can run around with its head chopped off for a little while. What's the uh, human equivalent of that? And is that somebody's job in the morgue to spend, to work overnight doing nothing but pulling corpse fingers? <laughs> Wow. What's the Febreze budget in that Okay. Place? See, I got questions, uh, but I understand how it could get old. Hey, this was this is annoying. Now that I have two kids seven years apart, people assume that one of them was a mistake. Both of them were planned, wanted, and are loved very much. OMG, people. Here's one for you. It says, I have heterochromia. I think I said that right. Hmm. This is the disease where, uh, not a disease, but the condition where one of my eyes is blue and the other is half brown, half blue. No joke, people have held up fingers and asked me how many I see or if I see different colors. Or they ask me if I can see out of that eye at all. Drives me bonkers. I feel like nobody notices that. Like, I can see if you have one colored eye and another colored eye, but they had one and a half blue eyes and then a little bit of brown. I don't think people are noticing that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Conspiracy theory on mm -hmm. Candace. Uh, there was this other one. Let me throw at you. Sure. My name is Forrest. <laughs> I have yet to meet someone who will not quote the movie Forrest Gump. I've seen the movie twice, but I've heard the movie in its entirety about a hundred times. Poor Forrest. When Forrest, when, when his boss needs something in a hurry, you know that his boss is yelling, run, Forrest, run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he can't go anywhere. <sighs> Probably all through high school when he just wanted to play... He just wanted to be on the cross-country team. Yeah. And he's there. He worked all summer on his endurance, gets there, and he starts. Firing gun goes off. Everybody. Run, run Forrest. Run. Can you imagine how many boxes of chocolates he gets at Christmas? Mm, that would be a bonus. Uh, hey, boys. When I tell people I'm a librarian, they always say, you must read a lot of books, Michelle. And I hope your response, Michelle, is no. I can't read. <laughs> and then you turn your head slightly and you bite your knuckle and just stare at the floor. I hope that's your response. I'm a nurse. When people ask what department I'm in, I say dermatology. They then always proceed to ask, does this spot look like cancer? What do you think this rash is from? 
I would say, uh, yes, that spot does look like cancer, and that, to me, looks like VD. <laughs> and I'm bringing back VD. It just sounds classy. Hi, lawn chair profits. So I'm a camera operator, and inevitably, if you're walking somewhere somewhat public, people will say, put me on TV. Oh, so you're like a news camera operator. Uh sort of one of the things I do, but I do a lot of other things other than that. But yes, if you're in a public area and you've got a, an obviously professional-looking camera, it's, hey, you put me on TV. And it's like, yeah, clearly you're super interesting and you belong on TV. <laughs> my, my pat answer is, we'll run across that sports field naked and I guarantee you will be on TV. Really? And nobody ever has ever taken me up on it. Wow. What's going to happen one day when they do? Oh, they're going to be on TV. I, do you think that security guards at sporting events, do you think that, you know how if you work overnight somewhere, you might get an hourly pay bump or something for working the night shift? Yeah. Do you think they get bonused when they have to chase a naked guy? I would hope so. I would hope you get some kind of hazard pay. Yeah. Anytime that happens. Anytime you have to tackle someone drunk and nude. Hopefully they toss in a few extra bucks on your paycheck. Have you ever been watching one of those super cuts of naked guys at sporting events on YouTube? Frequently. And, yeah. And at the end of one, you're like, huh, that guy got out of there looking totally cool. No. <laughs> yeah. What's your end game when you streak it on a field? It never ends well. It always ends in the most humiliating way possible. The best, though, is when like a football player decides to get involved. Just clothesline. And just takes them out. Uh, I hate it when people ask what my tattoos mean. Oh. Tattoo reality shows make people think that everything needs a deep, deep meaning. Now I just say, I have daddy issues. Ooh. Good. I like your response. We got a lot of ones about people's names. Oh, God. Like if you're named after a city, like there was one girl who texted in, her name is Sydney. So people, oh, are you from Australia? That's not how it works. I heard a new one last night. I was at a volleyball game, and somebody was cheering for a kid on the court named Tennessee. Tennessee? We're in Canada. Wow. Uh, here's a name one. Question I hate answering. My name's April. Nine times out of ten, when people meet me, they ask, were you born in April? Right. As if my parents were so over me by the time they were naming me that they were like, what day is it? Thursday? Hmm. No, that won't work. What month is it? April. Sure, let's go with that. April. <laughs> My birthday's in October. <laughs> I just like, that's where people's minds, oh, April, you must be born in April. Uh, and and we heard not from, how names work. We heard from uh, somebody too, and I can't remember what the name is, but they said that they have the same first name as their best friend, and oh. people are always like, are you sisters? Yeah. My parents gave us both the same name. Yeah. Like it's wildly be, confusing. Having the same name as someone makes you a sibling. Just how people's wires are crossed in their brain sometimes makes you wonder. Oh, Good morning. The question I'm sick of hearing is, is your hair naturally curly? Like if it wasn't natural, it's less nice? I think you're thinking too hard. <laughs> oh, here's another name one. My last name is Stark, so I get all the Iron Man jokes. And then Game of Thrones came along. Wow. Double whammy. Uh, I hate being asked, where's your arc? My name is Noah. I've heard it almost every time I meet someone new. So it's nice to know that people everywhere are sick of stupid questions. For me, it's really, I'm just tired of talking about how old my dog is. I got a question, though, for your dog. What? Australian Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Does it bark with an accent? <sighs> 
Thanks for listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of the Lawn Chair Profits enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Ooh, mystery candy. 